Nick's watching Stargate. They made a podcast. That's an iTunes that you should rate. Nick's is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nick's and Grace. Welcome to There's No Place Like Tara, uh, episode 19, Therefore the Grace of God. Uh, I am Nixie. And I'm Grace. And yeah, so Therefore but the Grace of God. That's me. That's That's my subtitle. (laughs) Uh, My subtitle is Stargate Independence Day. (laughs) I like that. Because it's kind of of Independence Day-y. I think they went to the alternate reality of Independence Day. The Independence Day version. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Will Smith and... Um, um, Independence Gate? <laughs> no, I was going to say, uh, what's his face? Uh, Bill uh, Paxton. N- no. No. Jeff Goldblum. Uh, yes, thank you. <laughs> that face. They're up in the sky flying around. That's true. And they're going and <laughs> infiltrating the, the gold ship. Yeah, yeah. And uh, as, as our guys are down here trying to protect uh, um, our, our underground tunnels in, yep, in Colorado, yep. yeah, they're surrounding the White House. <laughs> <laughs> well, the White House is already gone that's here. Because then Air Force One goes down, and actually my initial thought when Air Force One's little blip goes on the radar is... Say, Harrison Ford! No. Actually, it was, it was, it was, it was, uh, I guess they got off his ship. <laughs> but, um, but also, he then died on the ship. Um, Episode 19, all the random pop culture references. <laughs> yeah. So this first aired on February 20th, uh, 1998. Uh, the story is by David Kemper. Okay. This is his only episode he does, but he's actually, he has, a, he's an executive producer for a little show called Farscape. Oh, I know that name. Again, another show I haven't watched. Farscape is so much fun. Dang it. It is, because it's Henson, com- okay. it's Henson Company, oh. so it's like the most amazing puppets and everything. It is a show that is overflowing with imagination. Now, that's also sci-fi, correct? It is very sci-fi. Okay. It I- is... All the sci-fi. <laughs> I'm chomping at the bit to get to these episodes. I'm having a hard time waiting for them week yeah. by week. So I may pick up a show Far- like Farscape. I think you would enjoy Farscape okay. because Ben Browder uh, <laughs> is in it, and as well as Claudia Black. And here's a tidbit. Uh, I will not say in what capacity, hmm. but at some point, both Ben Browder and Claudia Black are on Stargate playing characters that are both similar and extremely not similar to their characters <laughs> on Farscape. Their alternate reality. And at some oh. point, they make a couple, like, lines, and they have the two characters, like, look at each other <laughs> and wink, do they, do they, Yeah, do they break the fourth wall? Do they look at us and go, they remember this? all but break the fourth wall. <laughs> so I won't say, like, in what capacity or how many episodes they're in or anything, because it could be just a one-off, you know what I mean, type Very thing, true. but they are... Uh, Farscape's a lot of fun. Right on. It's awesome. But anyways, it was written by Robert C. Cooper, okay. uh, which is a name you know. Mm-hmm. It was directed by David Wary Smith. This is his first of 12 episodes throughout Stargate's run. That's, like, there's one in okay. Atlantis as well. Um, and besides that, he's been kind of everywhere. He's a journeyman director man. He's cool. been in tons of things in like the late 90s, early aughts, even up until you know today-ish. David Wary so. Smith, I'll look him up because he has a cool name. Yes, and he even does. with a hyphen, I'm, I'm a fan of hyphens. <laughs> so, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> There's oh, one. Yeah. I just like hyphenated names. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> oh, JTT. <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> yep, we were 
We were women of the 90s. <laughs> Children of the 90s. Okay. So the planet is P3R233. I That's... mean, we don't know, we don't find out a ton. We find out that the, the surface is basically radiation filled. Right. So don't go there. Um, but so the one history, my my brief history according to story is actually about the title. We haven't yeah. gone on too much about the titles mm-hmm. of the uh, of the episodes, just because a lot of them have been fairly self-explanatory of the mm-hmm. like. Um, so this, there, but for the grace of God go I, is a quote by uh, John Branford in Bradford. Bradford. Okay. He is a 16th century English reformer, which the the Reformation for those who, I don't know, somehow don't know, uh, I assume there might be a couple, was the, uh, when England broke away from the Catholic Church. Right. Because, you know. Because they wanted to have multiple wives. Yeah, I was going to say, because Henry just wanted to, you know, stack up the wives, uh, wanted to divorce some and then behead some uh, ladies. He's like, look, I want all the bitches. Yeah. I'm a king. Give yeah. me some more bitches. Exactly. And I still want to go to heaven. <laughs> I'm making up my own religion. So I'm going to make up my own religion yeah. in order to do that. Um, so John Brad- Bradford was imprisoned in a Tower of London by Queen Mary. Uh, oh. And that's actually Bloody Mary. Yes. Uh, because, she, because of the execution of Protestants. So right, she was, right. after previous split to Protestant, uh, she brought the church back to Catholicism. Catholicism, And so then she was just going around just killing all the Protestants. Yeah. Um, And actually... After she died, the country was then flipped back to Protestant by Elizabeth I. Yeah. Um, Holy moly. Yeah. Yeah. So John Bradford was burned at the stake on July 1st, 1555. So it's kind of... there seems to be some inconsistency as to like what the exact phrasing he used or like when he said it because mm-hmm. it or if he was like just put into the story afterwards because right. it's all it's used in stories about this as like something he said you know okay. about the the other right. people. Uh, apparently oh. Kaylee knows the right answer. Yeah, don't. Kaylee's yeah. telling it us because she clearly knows what's going on. <laughs> so now it's basically used as a line to recognize um, that if it wasn't for the blessings of God or luck or yeah. you know, fate, depending on, on the person, uh, you could be in the same unfortunate circumstances as someone else. So it's this idea that we don't have full control of our it's, situation It's sometimes. that our fate is not in our own hands. Wow, that's deep. Yeah, so okay. it's the opposite of brave. Yeah. The line of brave. Yeah. How you could change. Or maybe it's... You could change your fate, would you? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Don't turn your mom into a bear. <laughs> Lesson one, that's what we learned from brave. It's the moral That's of the what story. I took. Yeah. Is that not, did I not get it right? I, I may have right. missed something. <laughs> mom, don't worry. Then don't put your you weapons on the kitchen table. Yeah. The and other. don't trust your little brothers. Well, that, that one I know. I knew. <laughs> I knew that before the movie. Yeah, you're two people with younger brothers. <laughs> that might be, you know, I didn't realize that. That might be one of the reasons I really dial into that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, but yeah, so that's the, that's sort of the phrasing of, of the title. Oh, cool. What an interesting concept, honestly, because yeah. here's where the cognitive dissonance for me is that I believe we do have a hand in our own fate. So yeah. I want to take that and make it seem not so much that we don't have control, but to appreciate what we have because it could have gone another way. Well, it's also, you know, it, it applies to this because uh, it implies, it's almost like, an, to me, it's like a... Uh, reverse of the story because it's true you know Daniel is he 
he is going that, you know, if a few changes were made, this could be the universe that, would have been that a we're place. in and, you know, this attack could be happening. But I actually do have some control. Right. I can try to get this information yeah. back to my own and, world and, it'll also and make stop this from happening. appreciate this world a little more. Yeah. Cool. I dig it. So, All right. Let's get the show on the road. Alrighty. So we come through the gate and it's dark. Yes. And we have, you know, Jack had some witty snark last episode at mm-hmm. the top. And this one is, is the always classic, good morning, campers. <laughs> There's always some random thing. He's got to lighten the, the situation somehow. Yeah. Um, and we pick very few of our Jack in this episode, so he has to make a good line. And he's like, I got to get him all in early. Exactly. So Daniel's recording on his little camcorder and apparently didn't fully charge the battery he left her. Oh, yeah. Why, why would, was he going to just plug in because somewhere? It's already, like, planet? it's already down a bar. Yeah. I love that, though. You know, this was, uh, what, more than 10 years ago? Almost 15 years ago? Yeah. Maybe. It's actually more than 15 years ago, if I'm doing my math right. Um, well, um, so, almost 20. Almost 20 years ago. Yeah. So... Th- the the image we use now to yeah. say someone is recording yeah. is the exact same image. Exactly. It's the four little corners yep. Yep, yep. and a little record light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because technology is changing yeah. a lot, yeah. but not really. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's kind of like the little save, like the floppy for your save. It's like forever. I love the videos where they ask Children. young people what that stands for. Yeah, no idea. Yeah. <laughs> so there's tons of artifacts laying around this planet with some weird writing. Uh, Daniel and Carter head off uh, and Jack and Teal'c find a mad, bad Mardi Gras mask yeah. sitting on a pipe. <laughs> yeah, I like that. And it apparently means, it, it stands for Korishni, which mm-hmm. loosely translates to turn back. Yeah. Although it doesn't elaborate. <laughs> Basically, Teal'c tells us it's time to get out of here. Yeah. Apparently yeah. the whole surface is radioactive. Yeah. Uh, so back in the off-world museum slash lab slash souvenir <laughs> shop, yeah, Jack uh, Jack calls him to go back, and naturally Daniel doesn't want to go because no. Daniel. Yeah. So he starts stashing stuff in his bag. I love that it's like we're not safe here, and he goes, "Hang on, let me touch everything." I know. <laughs> I'm gonna touch all the unsafe things. That's the first thing you do, right? When you see something foreign, yeah. you've never been before. Yeah, yeah. You're you're you know you you're messing with time everything. and situations. Just and touch everything. Yep, that yeah, seems yeah, like yeah. the best. Alter mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Yep. So um, he finds an odd game of Simon Says, like the Simon (laughs) Says handheld touch game. That's right, yeah. This little weird colored thing, yeah. (laughs) And basically a baby version of the Guardian of Forever from the Star Trek (laughs) episodes to the Age of Forever. That's the only thing I that think That is the of thing I this. don't know, but I like it. I like that you're making other if, cross-references. If you are ever going to watch a, an original series episode, okay. I'm telling you City of the Edge of Forever is the one you will dig. The Edge of Forever. Now, City which, on the Edge of Forever. City on the Edge because of Forever. Because it's hair, hair, I can never say the word, blasphemy. As heresy. Me as, heresy. As me of a Star Trek fan, uh, the original series is my least favorite. Okay. Um... Please don't kill me. Uh, but that is definitely one of my favorite episodes. So this is off of the original series. This is the original series. Okay. They actually it. also made it into a comic version of it <gasps> that I have not gotten yet, but I really want. I was waiting until they all together that uh, might be in what a I book instead. instead of getting issue by issue. Oh. Um, so anyway, back to Stargate. Yeah. <laughs> back to the <laughs> star show we're currently watching. <laughs> um, he goes and, of course, he touches it. Yep. Because why wouldn't he? Yeah. And he, he flashes and he runs out to get the team's help carrying it. Everyone's gone. Right. And he figures they've all left without him. Yeah. Because apparently they have done that before. Yeah. What? 
<laughs> if you're gonna leave anyone, it's gonna be Daniel. Like he, I was like, your team would never leave you behind. But then he has the line that he really hates it when this happens. So listen, when we were younger, my mom would say, "Look, if you girls want to go to the mall, I have an older sister and a younger brother. She'd say, if you girls want to go to the mall, we're leaving at three. <laughs> And there was many times where we just left my sister because she was not ready at three. But there's so a difference between that Daniel is probably that person who has no sense of time or punctuality. And Jack doesn't strike me as the kind of man who wants to wait around. It's like, nope, said we're leaving, we're but leaving. But he was going to leave him on another You got to teach him a lesson. <laughs> my mom used to do, in a completely joking matter, is is she would the she'd mall get in is the another car. planet. I'm from California. <laughs> but she'd get in the car and she would lock all the doors before I could get in. <laughs> and then I'd be like knocking on the door and she's like, sorry, it doesn't unlock. And then yeah. she would put it in reverse and start to pull out so of the parking space. She's chasing the car. And the a couple times she got like partway down the aisle I'm just like going, you're going to stop at some point. Yeah, like no, she's just I'm trying to troll me. Yeah. <laughs> One mom's troll. Oh, <laughs> a so, lifetime movie. <laughs> but my parents are master trollers. Um... So he heads back through the gate, and he's immediately has all weapons pointed at him, and he's yeah. greeted by Colonel Hammond. Yeah, and everything what? is very confusing. Yeah. <laughs> this is weird. It's very funny to see him in like what is it fatigue? So those are it? like not. Those are like the weirdest BDUs ever. It's like he might as well be in his PJs. It seemed really like, weird to see him out those, of his suit. Those are like the predator version of yeah. BDUs. Like the shit is at the fan. The Jurassic Park look of BDUs. <laughs> Yeah, like Linden, raptor so claws all over them. It, yeah. <laughs> the weirdest thing. We're going to go find these two little kids that are running around in a ball right now. <laughs> and still in a Jeep. So, um, seriously, I really want to try that ball around the island, though. I'm telling you. That would you. be awesome. We're just going to reference everything that's not Stargate today. Go. <laughs> so, after the credits, he's thrown into... Was that an MRI machine? Yeah, or like, I don't know. Yeah, like I guess it could have been, yeah. I always get confused. I don't know what the two are. I just know that you can't too. wear metal. I always get confused between the an MRI machine and a CAT scan machine. It's the one with the circle on it. Yep. I don't know why they're throwing him in front of... I, you know what? It actually... It makes sense to me. I just realized. What? Later, Catherine says, uh, there's no gold. I think they're throwing oh. him in him to see if right, he had a gold. to see gold. what's in there. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense now. I literally, after how many times watching this... Abs. <laughs> after how many times watching this, I just don't realize <laughs> that. So anyways, they give him a sedative. And General Jack is here. Uh... Not here in the scene, but, like, Jack's a general. Yeah. And also, he can kind of see Catherine, like, the back of Catherine, and he whites out. So he wakes up in a holding room, and here's proof that Daniel wears his glasses because he's a hipster and doesn't actually need them because he gets up out of <laughs> his bunk right. and goes across and immediately picks his glasses up. If I get up out of a bunk and my glasses are across nope. the room, You're I am not done. finding them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's, At all. The easiest thing to do to, to make my life miserable <laughs> is to move my glasses from my nightstand yes, at night. Yes. Because if they're not there, I have no idea where they are. I'm like, I'm broken. I'm just like yeah. in bed going, someone please help me. I'm freaking Helen Keller. I'm trying to find my way through things. I don't know if that's offensive, yeah. but that's, I'm, I'm pretty much there. Like yeah. if he would have like gotten up and sort of kind of looked around or like tried to pet next to him to find them or like something, it would have been a little bit more believable. Yeah. Unless he really likes to challenge himself and puts them across the room on purpose. Oh, that just gosh. seems dangerous. It does. <laughs> um, so the door opens and it's Catherine, uh, but a much surlier version of Catherine. Uh, and she's figured out who Daniel is, but wants to know how he came through her Stargate and how did he get SG-1's code. Daniel points out that he figured out 
how to get the Stargate to work, and Catherine recruited him. That's how he knows. Yeah. And also, he went through the gate. And unless the past two years were a dream, he's a member of SG One, and he does this weird hand dance here. Yeah, he's like these are the things I need. SG One, it's like a weird Roboto dance. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's pulling out what I, I I'm a hand talker as yes, well. Yes, I'm a hand talker, and I've been told that sometimes the claw comes out. <laughs> I think he's pulling out the claw. <laughs> the claw. <laughs> <laughs> so Catherine says no she assembled the team and translated the gate and you know she did go and try to get Daniel on the yeah, team clearly she's not as good as Daniel or else this world wouldn't be in the situation exactly see this world would be fucked yeah <laughs> Um, but he, he was extremely rude to her and just turned him away, turned her away. Wow. So we also learned that Sam is not in the military. Um, right. Just has her PhD in astrophysics. Mm-hmm. Dana gets really frantic here and she's like, Catherine, shouldn't, you shouldn't be here. You should be home happily ever after with Ernest. And yeah. she is shocked to hear the name Ernest. Right, right. So that's when she's like, this dude's not messing around. Exactly. It's time to believe this kid. So we cut to General O'Neill's office uh, mm-hmm. and Colonel Hammond explains that they only have 50 on on the list to go through to the beta site and Voyager still in route. Yes. Words. Yep. <laughs> so Catherine walks in and says that Jack really should go meet Dan, you know, should go meet this guy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, you know, he's like, we don't really have the time. And Catherine's like, he knows things yeah. that he shouldn't. So here's, here's a this cool... This kid is important. Yeah. So here's a cool thing. So uh, uh, General Jack has a scar on his um that's right on his i forgot if it's right or left but eyebrow i think it's his right eyebrow and what's cool is this isn't really a spoiler in any way but in a couple seasons in the episode jack gets an injury there oh and rda and his makeup artist actually agreed that well if he's hit there and it's that bad there would leave a scar right so he basically for the rest of the series shaved that little line as a scar ice line yeah into his eyebrow (laughs) and actually people thought it was an actual scar that RDA had that he got on they set. They thought he was pulling a Harrison Ford but apparently, Jones. Exactly. Gotcha. But apparently he just sh- kept this little shave in his eyebrow for the rest of the series. Oh, wow. Um, and it's interesting because I think it's in the exact same place this one is. Oh, so I think that oh. might be just a coincidence because you, you have one of two eyebrows to put it on. Right, right. Um, and I, I think you know, there's an interview which when we get to that episode, mm-hmm. I'll remember to pull it out because it talks about this one specific episode. Okay. Um, but it's it's interesting because if I remember correctly, the article was talking about how because Jack is right-handed and he's doing all his like attacks with his right hand, that's the side that's closer. And of course, that's the side that would get beaten up. And so right. whenever anything happens... From that point out, Jack, like, almost, you know, covers and protects that eye a bit more as oh. he's fighting. Like, he goes through and thinks about all wow, this shit. Wow, that's... Because he is an awesome actor. That's pretty great. That's some dedication. I know. So, it's it's really cool. That is, I think, in the third season that episode comes up. So, I'll remember, I'm putting that on my little list of things to look at I'm later. crushing so. on, on RDA some more. Oh, <laughs> trust me, I do not need help crushing on RDA. My crush on RDA. You think that we love Tilk on this episode. Yeah. My love of RDA is... Well, Tilk is just a Tilk all the time. All speaking the Tilk. Of, speaking of Tilk, um, our, oh, yes. drink, <laughs> our drink today that Barnett Nick made is, he's dubbed it the Tilk because it is... It uh, is strong, dark... Strong, tall, mm-hmm. strong, dark, and a little bit fabulous. Yeah, just a tiny bit fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> it is a concoction. It's, it's basically a... 
a coffee themed drink and he has it in a in a very tall beer glass and it has everything from schnapps from Prague to uh <laughs> what is it? It was cur- like praline cream. Yeah. Some well, there's it's a bur- fancy ice coffee. There's bourbon cream in there. Yeah. There's also um there's also a chocolate curacao from Curacao. Wow. So <laughs> this is a very fancy, it's a little it's a very fabulous drink and it's uh, in a tall glass and it's dark and it's strong. So yes. And it's delicious. And it's coffee. Yes. <laughs> Which is why we might be talking a little bit faster than normal. There's also a shit ton to get through this episode. Right. So. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Which we keep going off topic, which helps a lot uh-huh. in the time yeah. frame We're going to keep this one nice and short. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Gird your loins. Um, I still keep going. That's one of my favorite quotes from Gomez. I think I said Nostraya to somebody sometime last week. <laughs> and then I went, nope, not the place. Not the place for this. <laughs> Um, so Jack meets with Daniel, and Jack asks why Daniel knows about the, you know, Gould. Or no, sorry, what Daniel knows about the Gould. Right. And Daniel's confused, because Jack should know everything that yes. Daniel knows about the Gould. Here's my thought here. Daniel, you've realized by now that I you know. are not in the same place. Clearly. Why are you wasting time arguing? It's like he doesn't realize until later when they're talking about alternate realities that Goodness. some, like, insane shit didn't happen when he was gone. Right, like, right. you're smarter than this. Yeah, catch up. Like, you're, they're just gonna say, Sam's not gonna magically never be in the military yeah. in the time that you've been gone. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yes, I, I I agree, and I'm just like Daniel, get it together. Can you stop arguing and just get the point across? There is, but I do this in a lot of movies where I'm like, oh, I'm so frustrated, and I know they're building tension. I know this is yeah, on yeah, purpose. Yeah. There's a, but there's a couple points in this episode like that one where mm-hmm. like you're kind of just assuming very smart people are ignorant. Mm-hmm. Because the one later he's translating the signal and they're like, yeah, we don't know what those pulses are, but here's the six numbers that they're grouped into. And he's like, six numbers. Where is the Stargate it? address? Yeah. And I was like, how did Sam yeah. and Catherine not put together that there's Why are six they not so smart numbers? here? Maybe there's a reason why this one's in trouble. Clearly. Because these people are not smart. So it just dawns on Daniel now to ask where Teal'c is. And right. Jack's like, uh, Jaffa? And Jack is done with him. Right. <laughs> he walks out. And Daniel asks if they still went to Abydos, willing to detonate a nuclear device. And Daniel also knows how Charlie died. And, you know, he asks if they still went to Chulak. And Catherine wants to know, he's like, what's Chulak? And he's like, what's Jaffa Homeworld? Catherine's right. like, can you write the address of that down, yeah. please? Because we have bombs to send there. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, so in the movie, it was Daniel who convinced Jack not to blow the nuclear device on Abydos. Oh. And so since Daniel wasn't there... Gotcha. That's why the device was blown on Abydos. So that was that was a question I wanted to bring up. So this Daniel, this alternate reality, yeah, where we don't know a Daniel. Yeah, he. Um, and I think I'm jumping ahead. When he looks himself up, when he googles himself, he googles for himself. lack of a yeah. better yeah, way yeah. to do this, he says he's been unseen since '97. But yeah. the movie came out in '94. Yeah. Um, but still, this Daniel was not involved in the movie. No. This Daniel has never been part of the Basically, SG team Basically, there is a scene okay. in, in early in the movie that you okay. see Catherine going to find Daniel, and gotcha. Daniel agrees to go with her, and it's basically an alternate reality where, like, instead of getting in the car and going with them, she, 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 blew she her just, off. yeah. 
Got it. Yeah. Okay. And it's also interesting that in the movie, he was there as a suicide mission to blow the bomb. Like, he he actually had a line where he's like, everyone else go back. I'm going to set this bomb off. That Daniel was the plan. Did, no. Jack, Jack did. Right. So clearly, even though they blew the, the bomb, it wasn't a suicide mission because right. Jack is Jack here. Jack is here. Although, to be fair, we can argue that they're different Jacks because one is one L and one has two L's. Oh, <laughs> that's right. But I remember that earlier in the season. <laughs> We'll discuss that on the later episode. On the later episode. So, enter Sam with long hair. And uh, she's come through. (laughs) I don't know. I like my Sam with her short hair and, you know, her plucky attitude. Yeah, but if they're going to, like, I can can see from the fact that if you have a Sam that is not in the military, she's not going to be, your hair, odds are her hair will not be that short. See, that's true. Yeah, she's not the same Sam. She doesn't have the same plucky can-do attitude. She's not the same girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, But anyway, that's it. Um... But I, because I always got the, a very strong feeling that the reason, part of the reason Sam's hair was short is because she's in the military well, and she had sense. to keep a certain yeah. look to it. Um, so she comes in to report that they've lost Washington and Philadelphia. Um, so, and also, I just like to point out, she's wearing this really nice, the long suit coat, mm-hmm. which I tend to be a fan of. A suit coat? Like yeah. The, okay. The longer jacket? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ja- yeah. Well, that makes sense because you guys are both tall ladies. That would mm-hmm. be a look you can carry. If yeah. I wore that, I would look like I'm wearing my dad's clothes. So, so that's not going to happen. Yeah. We also noticed that this is the SGA instead of the SGC. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So they go down to the control room, and Daniel is shown a map with huge areas of red marker scribbled on it. Yeah. And each of those red areas are completely destroyed. These are all the This is where we learn that this is basically the Independence Day film. Right. And they're leaving no survivors where they attack, according to the news report. And they're systematically annihilating all signs of civilization. And in the U.S., they're starting with the East Coast and moving their way west. I also, because we're news people, looked it up. KSCF seven is not exist as a real. It's not a real station. Dang. Okay. Good. I'm glad you did that because I was wondering, (laughs) and I was like, I wonder if those are real call letters. Yeah, those are not real call letters. But at least they were smart enough to know that it was a K station. Exactly. Because if we're moving west, west anything west of the Mississippi, all our stations start with a K. Anything east of the Mississippi, everything starts with a W. And that also, if you're wondering, uh, continues on radio as well as uh, yeah, anything, yeah, any over the air signals. That's your lesson of yeah. moment of zen and, and news, of the day. news according to Stargate. News according to Stargate. News television according I to Stargate. I think all of our segments are going to be according to Stargate. <laughs> uh, so, uh, more random facts you didn't need to know. Exactly. So, Catherine's going through Daniel's stuff. Uh, and we did, this was a weird thing. So, he says that everything else he found on the planet except for a gun and a grenade. So, does, did someone give him a grenade to carry around? Oh. Because he goes, except for the gun and the grenade, everything else he found on the planet. That's right, because he doesn't usually have a... Why? Why would he have a grenade? Because for the scene later where Sam needs a grenade. I think that's the only reason. Oh, why, that's silly. Why are you giving Daniel a grenade? Don't know. He's going to hurt himself. <laughs> like, that's the last <gasps> Daniel's going to be like, um... <laughs> Where's the pin go again? Because I took it out. Can I put it back? <laughs> That's the last person on the like. I can, I, I think can of. see a scene him just trying to put the pin back. I think the last person in the all of the SGC that you want to give a grenade to. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, um, and they contemplate that maybe the Simon Says controller controlled the mirror because right. he touched the mirror. He got a bit of electrical shock, and he couldn't find the rest of his team. How 
at this point now, is he not thinking that that maybe caused all There's of this shit? There's a couple of things here solely for pushing the story along. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this is where Daniel notices, because uh, they're in the they're in the briefing room or the alternate briefing room. Mm-hmm. Notices they're about to send a nuclear device through to Chulak. Right. Which is exactly why you should have not given him the address to Chulak. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So down in the control room, we learn that right now their main mission is to get the Genesis list to the beta site. They're evacuating everything, everyone they can to another planet. World's leaders, scientists, doctors. This is also, um, they took that, that part reminds me of Deep Impact. Okay. Where it's, they had a lot of system, like all the smart people. Yeah. No, and it makes sense that that's who would get to go. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. as terrible as it sounds. Yeah, it, it, it's you know certain people get the lifeboats. Yep, yep. <laughs> not everybody gets the lifeboats. Nope, all of us down in the bottom of the boat are gonna sink. <laughs> we with are it. clearly third class. <laughs> yeah. So Daniel points out that the Jaffa aren't their enemy; they're just slaves. And Jack stops him because the estimated death toll right now is 1.5 billion. Yeah, and they're trying to stop the people who are flying the ships, killing people. Right. So basically, it's almost to what the uh, what the Powerball jackpot is <laughs> on Wednesday. <laughs> So, yeah, Jack's thought is basically, look, it, I, right, I don't have the time to think of morally how yeah. this is going to play out. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. got to keep people he needs, alive. Yeah, he needs to stop the people We're who are attacking We're saving the planet. Yeah. <laughs> so Jack sent it through anyway. Like, he just sent a nuclear device through the Chulak. Right. Uh, that's right. That's going to play. That's going to so be helpful for you in the long run. Right. That you don't have any feet to stand on. Um, <laughs> Jack is now done with Daniel. He doesn't want to see him again. So now... It's only now that Daniel wonders if the Stargate malfunctioned and sent him through to a different version of Earth. Oh, yeah. Hey, maybe that's uh, a thing that happened. Just now realizing that this is a different... I know, even. <laughs> so Carter points out that she doubts it, because the Stargate does use space-time to create its wormholes, but it doesn't take you to an alternate reality. And Except, apparently, an alternate reality is a term that Daniel doesn't know. Yeah. So <laughs> He's never heard of this word ever in his life. Yeah. So we have a great nerdy conversation about how Daniel seems to have found an alternate reality reality. Sam is convinced the Stargate can't jump, it can't cause a jump to another dimension, but Catherine points out that maybe it wasn't the Stargate. Right. You touched a weird alien mirror that gave you static electricity charge and made you glow. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he was trying to see Shari in the mirror. (laughs) In the mirror of Ursaid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We make all the references. How many references can we get in this episode? So, and I don't know if it matters, but we learned that they've been to this planet in this reality. So here's our science corner, or science according to Stargate. Mm-hmm. There's two options really for the term for like an alternate reality. One of them is the many worlds interpretation, um, which basically states that any and all possibilities exist. Okay. So it's like every choice that you make, the other option happens in another universe. Okay. Uh, so if you want to go back to Schrodinger's cat, like if you Got open it. the box and the cat's alive, there creates an alternate universe where the cat's dead. <laughs> There's a really great Rick and Morty episode that covers the same thing. <laughs> I believe it's called The Rickolins Time. And <laughs> and Schrodinger's cat, it's basically raining Schrodinger's cat. Oh, Jesus. Um, there's another reference for us, and also watch Rick and Morty. It's amazing. <laughs> um, it, you know, there's a universe where we lost World War II, a universe where you ch- ch- choose to drive left instead of right. Also, by the way, universe where we lost World War II, I just saw the first episode. Oh, um, the Man in High Man, Tower? Yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> there's another one! That's where that reference popped in my notes. Uh, 
So it was uh, Hugh Everett was able to form the first sort of most robust model for this in 1957, although it really became popular like a decade later uh, due to Bryce DeWitt. He mm. popularized it and he gave it the snappier term of many worlds because Hugh had some longer, I forget what the term was, but it was some much longer like name. that just, not, the, not as catchy. It wasn't as snappy. I got it. So the other one that is more of a popular theory okay. uh, is called the multiverse. Right. Um, and this states that there's a number of other universes running parallel, and those, it's their entire universes. Right. And they include, like, space, time, matter, energy, the laws of physics even So these are the ones them. that we run into probably a lot more in comic books. Yes. Okay. It probably does. But in these even, like, the laws of physics could alter. So the oh. constant, like, the speed of light could be different in right. the universe, and that could cause a fundamental shift in that universe if one of your fundamental laws is different. Makes sense. So, these um, scientists are still split on this, but most names that the public most well-known right people like I don't want to say the people who who don't agree with it are not highly intelligent there's Nobel laureates but I'm saying most of your names like um, Stephen Hawking Brian Green, Neil deGrasse Tyson uh, Michio Kaku these people like they sort of support the multiverse theory in Got one it. version of another. Cool. Um, and so there's some pretty is, big, pretty big names in science endorsing this. Well, idea. Yeah, because this one dances with string theory and M theory. So okay. like these are things that people are highly invested cool. in figuring out when it comes to your theoretical astrophysics cosmology circles. I dig that. Yeah. I want to learn more. I love multiverse. I have like I I have a couple books that talk about multiverse cool. and the possibilities. So it's it's just completely fascinating. If you want to fall down a really good rabbit whole start looking up the multiverse i also found a really good article um that kind of explains some of the differences between a multi-world interpretation and a multiverse because a lot of times it can sort of be interpreted the same way but i found a really great article and i'm going to actually remember to post it this 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 week (laughs) we promise Um, i'm sort of explaining them it's a little higher science level of knowledge but it's it's definitely something you can still follow along cool right on so um Back to Stargate. Yeah, where were we? We just exploded, uh, what was it, Trulock? Yeah, we exploded Trulock. We okay. had a nerdy conversation. Yes. So now we have an off-word activation. And yes. Daniel goes to an empty computer and Googles himself, and we learn that there's no computer security no. in the SGSA mm-hmm. whatsoever. Like, that shit should be password protected. Yeah. <laughs> and Daniel does not have a password. Nope. Or a login. <laughs> yeah, let's just this highest security place. <laughs> let's just make it Are so that anybody like, can access it. And I would, part of me goes, well, you know, you have to get through all the security to get down there to your computer. But I was like, but there's also top secret shit on these computers that yeah, not everyone that can not access. Everyone access to and you're just opening them and we say the word google we're google himself and you know yeah because it's a colloquialism at this point but there's he's no searching some high google security i think they there is but i don't think that's what we were all using no no no, no. um and i don't know that that was really as popular no this is a private database yes. he's searching yes yes he's searching a private database so he learns that he's been off grid since 1997. Last known yeah. play is Egypt, uh, and he goes checks the map. He's That's Nathan been Drake. destroyed. He's basically Nathan Drake in this. One. He's mostly likely dead. Um, uh, no, I like the idea that he's just become a thief. Yeah, a treasure hunter thief. Yes, he's hanging out with Nathan Drake, and there's my uncharted reference. There's one more reference for us. Well, we're playing a uh, uh, Tomb, Tomb Raider. Raider. That's right. Uh, so you know. Okay, fine. Same idea. They can be all together. <laughs> so Air Force One has another incoming transmission, and they're almost to Peterson Air Force Base. And we watch on the radar as one dot destroys the other little dot that says yeah. Air Force One, and that's bad. No, that's not because good. then the other dot that destroyed it is still heading towards us. Yeah. 
That's bad. Yeah, no, don't don't let those dots there. We also see that apparently Walter is an airman here, but he's dressed in civvies. Yeah. Because What's that about? I didn't think they were calling to Walter. I somehow thought Walter was part of the science team. But later on in the episode, Hammond's like, Airman, we need some extra hands. And he heads off. Maybe in this guns. world, he's not a part of the science team. But still, he should be in uniform then. Well, that's true. That's more of my thing. Oh, you're right. Why is he not in uniform? Reasons. Okay. <laughs> because they needed like, it. Like, that's actually one of my strangest... They needed my... it for Hammond. For that's... Colonel Hammond. <laughs> <laughs> they do not wear the same size uniform. <laughs> they needed two of his uniforms. <laughs> that's actually my biggest question in this episode, <laughs> is why is Walter in civvies, but still a member of the Air Force? Reasons. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> so there's a very large ship settling itself over the mountain. Right. It's landing. And if it fires a blast, the, if it fires the blast on the East Coast was the equivalent of a 200-ton nuclear warhead. Um, But it's not going to fire because it's landing. Yeah. Hmm. So it looks like they're going to come in the front door instead. Jack wants automatic weapons lining all the the corridors. He wants to blow an elevator shaft. He wants to force them through one point to get the level so he can sort of control the flow. So Jack orders all non-essential personnel through the gate to the beta site. But the problem is is the Gould have been keeping the gate active from off-planet so they can't dial out. And the only thing... The one plus side is they can only keep it activated for so long, and they can try to dial out when it's done. We do find out that their dialing computer, because they're not doing a DHD, is right. a lot slower. Right. And then there's something about 38 minutes happens. Yes. What, explain to me what... Sh- we, will, it- we will get okay, to 38 it. minutes, because I have a... I, have, I believe oh, gotcha, I, gotcha. Have a, I have a note there. Okay. Um, yeah. So Jack... We cut to Jack blowing the elevator. Yes. Um, blowing and- the classic play of the Battle of Thermopylae. <laughs> 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 Just get everyone in through one entrance. Yeah. Can I just say that uh, they talk about the Battle of Thermopylae in the very last episode of Star Trek Deep Space Nine, and that quote actually allowed me to get the bonus point question right on a history test in high school. (laughs) That's awesome. I was like, Star Trek for the win. (laughs) I dig it. I'm for it. So Daniel's listening to headphones, and he's able to translate it since, you know, he learned to speak Abydos, or learned to speak the ancient Egyptian dialect on Abydos, and he... Yeah, it's a deep space transmission they got from the same quadrant of space as P3R233. Okay, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. A quadrant of space is a huge-ass area. How do you yeah. know it came from that planet? A quadrant of space is like a quarter of the I space. I was just impressed with what happens here because he says these numbers and then Sam goes, oh, that number. Yeah. I totally remember that exact number. Even though all of our numbers are basically the same thing, I randomly have a d- d- amazing memory for this exact set and I know that I've been there. But, but... Quadrant of space. How did yes. I know that this came from that planet? If you know it came from the planet, it says you got the transmission from the planet. If it's from that quadrant of space, then you have... It's like an astronomically low chance that that came Needle, from that planet. Needle, haystack, things of that sort, right? I, That's what we're looking this at. scene, I have a couple major issues with. <laughs> so it translates to Beware the Destroyers, and the rest says they came from... And then it sounds like there is a number of beats in, you know... Order with pauses between them. Right. <sighs> yeah. So she Sam's like, well, it's these six numbers, but we don't know what they mean. And immediately Daniel's like, six numbers? That's a Stargate address without the point right. of origin. Come on, people. But they're like, well, we don't have the point of origin. But hey, Daniel has the Stargate symbols from the planet recorded on his handy dandy camcorder. Right. 
Victory! Woohoo! So Luckily, Ch- this alternate reality has the exact same type of campground. Yeah. I've been like edit bay to edit bay <laughs> and not been able to put things from one deck to the other. I have, we have been working in graphics department. We have been unable to get things from one computer to another <laughs> in the same building, let alone an alternate reality planet. Plot hole, people. Anyway. Magic? <laughs> yeah. Um... So the gate turns off, they run downstairs and start dialing to the beta site, uh, and they have to get to the seventh chevron lock before before it can block another gate from coming in. So right. it's basically, it's not just, oh, I've started first, it's who can complete it first. Right. Um, so Jack and the airmen are waiting by the doors uh, to open, and the Jaffa come running in, and a giant firefight starts. Yes. Back in the control room, they dial too slowly. Yes. Uh, because they have to try to make the dialing computer a bit faster, because they can't really compete with a DHD. And this is where they mentioned the ghoul can keep the gate open for 38 minutes. Right. So 38 minutes because from this, this is the first time it's mentioned. I think early in the series they make comments that it was open for longer. But here, at this point here, they lock in. That's the how long they can keep can, it. The gate can only stay open for 38 minutes. Okay. So that's the control that they have. They can keep yes. it open for 38 minutes. And I will say that it's very convenient. Later on in Atlantis, they happen to have an episode. That's 38 minutes. That conveniently, oh. episodes are about 42 minutes that long. That makes sense, yeah. And you can conveniently get that A little that bit of wrap in. around on either end. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that nice, like, in real time, put a clock down the corner time right. moment. <laughs> so Jack and his men fall back, and we see a tilk with his head. He's not quite, like, we don't quite understand how fabulous he's looking yet. Oh, no. He's just the helmet comes down here. Yeah, as soon we as we start to pan up, because we see these feet, yeah. and we're like, "Oh, oh, this is gonna be teal." Yeah, and then the helmet comes off. Yeah, and then there's this. Oh no, no, we don't see that yet. Okay, that's the right. helmet just opens. That's what I'm saying. We don't right. quite see how fabulous he looks. That's right. We just see. We just see the, the little thing bit of, of, of yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So Daniel has found the point of origin, and Jack <laughs> immediately wants to send a bomb through. But Daniel points out that what what good can they do? I mean, if they That's have an true. iris, you're wasting this chance to dial out. It's not going to change anything here. But they have one more chance to dial out. If they can send a bomb through, you know, they won't be able to get out themselves, but they'll have sent a bomb and, you know, blown people up. Right. So Daniel shows him his recording of his reality, and they see Teal'c, like his version of Teal'c. Mm-hmm. And Daniel points out that, you know, if... If this address that they have is the gold homeworld and he can get it back to his reality, he can stop from this entire thing happening to his world. Right. So they can save everyone on his earth. Um, because trust me, they've pissed the ghoul off enough, maybe more than this world has, as Daniel That's right, says. That's right, yeah. So Jack points out that he wants... Dan- Daniel wants him to sacrifice their last chance to strike back in the ghoul to save themselves in an alternate reality. And, you know, Daniel points out that... His Jack and this Jack are very, very different. Mm -hmm. And this is sort of Daniel's big speech, like his Independence Day speech. Right, right. To this day, 4th, the 4th of July will no longer be an American holiday, but it's the day the world turned out and one boys, we will not go quietly into the night. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, I can probably basically quote that entire speech because that's my favorite rally cry speech of all time. (laughs) Yeah, so... Um, but you were saying, I I don't even know oh, anymore. Okay. No, Sorry, I, I, I mean yeah, our our Jack, um, our Jack would have been pissed off by this request also, but he would have probably considered it a little bit longer, a little sooner, I should say. Yeah. So, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mm. Why do they have to pick? I can understand the bomb part. Mm-hmm. But why? 
they can just dial out to the beta to the beta site, and then Daniel can dial to the planet from the beta site. That's true. I don't know why we. There's a lot of stuff here that just doesn't work. Yeah, that you kind of have to ignore. Yes, but we'll get to that at the end. We're gonna we're gonna yeah. have to wrap up. Let's just so we, this the, the argumentation is a mute point. The moot point though. It's a moot point. It's a mute point. It's a yeah. moot point. No, uh, <laughs> sorry, channeling friends. It's a moot point because they can dial out. Uh, again, for another 22 minutes, and Jack does not think they can hold out that long. Um, but maybe they can buy some more time to with Teal's Tilk. opinion. <laughs> this is where we see Teal's hair. Go on. The ponytail. <laughs> it's a ponytail. It's like it's like if Jasmine's. It's like a Jasmine ponytail on a bald head. It's like he wants to whip his hair back and forth. Because <laughs> that's what he does. It is fun time. I don't know. It's part of a show. It's uh, it's part of a stage I'm show. I'm gonna ask you this: Would yeah. you prefer the ponytail or the hat? Oh gosh! Because I think I'm gonna prefer the hat over this you ponytail. You can take the hat off. <laughs> that ponytail's not going anywhere. How is that ponytail staying? Like, the, how is that fake ponytail sticking to his head, though? That's why I've question. decided that they put a bald cap on a bald man, <laughs> and then they glued it to the bald cap. Because I, I mean, I guess you could glue it to his head. I don't know enough about. Uh, wigs and things, yeah. but I imagine that might be painful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but maybe they just glued it to his head. Light. Yeah, <laughs> it is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. I want an outtake where the ponytail just falls off his head. <laughs> <laughs> when like his 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 head thing comes off, yeah, and the ponytail goes with it. Yeah, or he like leans forward too far and he just whips across the room, <laughs> like smack someone. Maybe that's why he has it. Maybe it's a weapon. Maybe he can hold his staff weapon. <laughs> Maybe that ponytail is it's, is its, it's own thing. It's yeah. articulate. It's like a what is it? The 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 words of word I'm looking for. I don't know that I have failed. It's okay. okay. We're, we're gonna go. We're gonna move on. But yeah, no, I, it's 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 its own thing. It's a thing. It, it's alive. It's a thing that exists. <laughs> yeah. For this one episode, thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Daniel bets that Teal, you know, he helped him in in his reality. I think this Teal could help them here as well. And Jack so points out that they, you know. We just destroyed his planet. He, yeah, he, he might, might be a little be pissed. A little extra pissed. Yeah, he might. His Jimmy's he, might be a little bit he's ruffled. Just, he's just gonna go up to him and explain that he can save his family in an alternate reality. <laughs> he goes, "Well, the video of the other Teal might help." And Jack walks off to what he knows is a doomed he's mission. He's like, "No, this is death. I'm just going." At this go point, he's die. just hoping to keep him talking for a couple extra minutes. Mm-hmm. Is all he's doing, and. Um, you know, we need anything that we can do to get those last few minutes. Um, and Sam and Jack have a moment here before he leaves, and they embrace each other. And we learn that Sam and Jack are engaged here. And the ship continues to sail. But we still, we still don't get a kiss. <laughs> we don't get a kiss. Okay, here's my problem. They're engaged, according to Catherine. Yeah. You don't kiss... Your yeah. fiance, as yeah. he's going to his probable death, and you're about to die too. You're dumb. Yeah, dumb. Yeah, this would be like we're gonna take a ten minute intermission. <laughs> we're gonna go in the back room before you go die. <laughs> one more time. One ride. One last ride for old time's sake. <laughs> we have. Wait, you need you need twenty two minutes. Okay, well this place is gonna stay standing for at least ten. Li- I'll like, be back in like eight. Like, I'm not. Yeah, we need five. Give me five. <laughs> I can put this together in five. <laughs> 
Um, Fiance. <laughs> yeah. At least give the man a kiss. I know. I mean, it's already his breath so bad <laughs> that she can't just give him a little, just a little peck. I'm sure. Where's my Armageddon breath. style going away kiss? <laughs> Don't want to close <laughs> Where's my Steven <laughs> Tyler oh, lyric? Wake Where's my Ben Affleck? <laughs> this is not how I want it. <laughs> you want me singing in the background over again. That's going to ruin the Beautiful. <laughs> so, <laughs> Hammond has this fantastic rally of the troops. Like, this is a speech that he must have rehearsed or something. That they must, you know, they have to buy time at any cost. And everyone, he's. it's been an honor serving with them. And, you know, mm-hmm. he made them all proud. And- I wanted him to go just a tiny bit more... Um, uh, Dramatic? Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but it's good. It's good. It works. But everyone heads their post with the assumption that they're not going to It's a little more churchill Yeah. It's okay. A little more, like, 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 uh, uh, massive, like, southern-style uh, high school football. Yeah, you know, give me some Friday night, night yeah, Nights feel. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah. A, that's the show I was trying to think <laughs> yeah. of. I couldn't remember it. Um, so Sam got the... the Sam got the dialing computer down an extra five seconds. I don't know if five seconds is enough. That doesn't seem like a much. No. They could have said like 30 would have at least been a yeah. little viable. But uh, we learned that, well, this is where we learned that Walter's still an airman because Hammond sends him out because he needs an extra gun. So Jack walks into the room with Teal, hands up, unarmed. He mm. goes, he's here to talk. He knows Teal's name and he has a doozy of a story for him. Yep. So they set the self-destruct to go off two minutes past when they can dial up next. And Hammond points out that if the Jaffa want this place of one piece, he's gonna have to disappoint them. Yep. So Teal doesn't buy the video. Duh. And he knows nothing about alternate realities. He thinks it's all lies and this is just a play. He tries to convince them with the knowledge of his wife and his son, Ryak. Mm-hmm. But Teal points out that they just They're destroyed dead. his home. You just and died You then. just killed them. Yeah. So he goes and stands behind this giant gun with the most pissed off teal face possible, and you get this cut to Jack. It like does that 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 awesome reverse pan, mm-hmm. um, and Jack knows he's about to die. This is it. Yeah, this is done. Jack knows exactly what's happened, and you see the he's dead now. Yeah, he's dead. This is death. So four minutes out, Catherine tells Sam to get down to the gate room. They they're needed on the beta site. She'll join as soon as she gets the dialing process started. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but Sam thinks that Daniel might need the, the, um, Simon Says to right. activate the mirror. So she goes to get it. Uh, no what? clue. Yeah. So Catherine says that they're going to be even in the grand scheme of things because he reunited her with Ernest in his world. Right. This is where I got really confused. At this moment, are they going to the mirror planet or are they going to the beta site? Well, I think they're trying to get to the beta site, but he he feels so. It's one of those. Well, we're I'm going to go to the mirror after I get to the beta I site. I think that might be what they're trying to do. So, at what point does he change? Does Catherine change the address to go to the mirror site? Oh, because he goes straight to the mirror planet. That's true. Like, this is another giant confusion. They made, at no point did they make it clear what planet they're going to. Well, maybe he goes straight to the mirror planet. He does go straight to the mirror planet. Right. But was that the plan all along, or did Catherine change it at the end? Is when he's, you know... When- all, all, all Daniel knows is that he's escaping the staff weapon yeah. strike. Yeah. So, so maybe he, not he know either? doesn't know that he was headed to the... 
So confusing. Yeah. So confusing. So we see... Um, Holy mackerel. We see the Jaffa coming down the hallway. Uh-huh. It's this big, the, the big grandiose, uh, you know, men valiantly dying in the hallways. Mm-hmm. Uh, Walter ends up dead. We see Hammond laying on the ground dead with Jaffa stepping hold of him. So the Jaffa finds Sam up in the briefing room. Right. She goes to get the remote and she tries to play them saying, you know, this is a remote and it's an interdimensional doorway and it's technology and she can show Apophis how to use it. Yeah. But she's also takes six grenade of her pocket and she also really wants to blow them all to hell. Right. Which is so badass. Yeah. Like that's our Sam. She's that's like, our Sam moment. These are your options. By the way, this pin is, you see this pin? It can't yeah. go back in. Yeah. So we're cut down to Catherine and we see the explosion from up top. Right. Um, and the the gate finally turns off. Catherine starts to dial, but the Jaffa comes to the gate room as soon as she starts it and the blast door is shut down. So the gate is dialing as the Jaffa try to come through the door. We hear the auto destructs in one minute. Mm-hmm. Teal comes through the, the uh, door to the gate room. Finds Daniel there with less than 30 seconds before the auto-destruct. The gate activates. Deanna runs for it. Teal'c shoots. Uh, and then we are left alone with Teal'c in the gate room with the countdown, and it fades to white. Then to be continued. Not quite. We do see Daniel thrown... That's true. Yeah, Daniel's thrown through the gate onto P3X233. He has a wounded shoulder that Teal'c hit. He he trips... He stumbles back to the, to the mirror, touches it. From we see SG one and like a search team out mm-hmm. in the main room, and they hear Daniel call out. They find him collapsed with a staff weapon wound and a crinkled piece of paper with the Stargate address to right. the Gould Homeworld, quote unquote. And he wakes up long enough to tell them they're all in big trouble. They're, they're coming. coming. Yeah, they're that's here. when we cut. It's very poltergeisty. Yeah. So who have we lost? We've- Here's a question. I here and here I had the thought of to me these count as character deaths. They do. There are. But if we're going to count this as a character death, do we still not counting Teal'c's last episode in Tin Man? Well, I'm fine not the counting the Teal'c that dies in Tin Man. Yes, is, is not actually Teal'c. Teal'c is not right? actually Teal'c. This is still actually Teal'c. Right. But it's just the, not true. The okay. two that ties in Tin Man is a robot Teal. Yeah, so I'm So I don't think it that. counts. Yeah. So Jack dies, he's yes. up to two. Um, Sam dies, she's up to two. Daniel does not, and Teal'c dies, he's up to one. He's on the board, ladies and gentlemen. We, we got don't one have Teal'c accounting death. for for Hammond or, you know, for for Walter, but they both die as well. Right. Right. Everyone dies. Catherine dies. Catherine dies. Basically, everyone dies except for Daniel. Yeah. Daniel is the linchpin in this situation. Yes. Um, you know, I think you told me early on that Daniel would grow on me. Yes. That he would slowly become more worthwhile. Mm-hmm. You would understand how valuable he is. Yes. Slowly? It sounds like this episode proves that Daniel is the reason that... Our version of Stargate, our version of the world, well, is kind of still around. Yes is and one no. of the biggest reasons. We, I must say yes and no, because Daniel turning Catherine down at that moment does mm-hmm. not change the fact that uh, that Sam is not in the military. But it does change the fact that he never goes to Abydos. Yes. He never gets this time off planet. Yes. He never becomes this, this sort of uh, ambassador. Yes. Between people. So I think a lot of the cosmic reaction, Abydos would have been destroyed. Mm-hmm. We never would have found Chulak. We never would have found Teal'c. Right. But the, some of the things like, uh, you know, Hammond, I don't think Hammond being a... Hammond and Jack switching ranks has nothing to do with him. Sam has nothing to do with him. 
But um, I also think those are things we could have gone, we could have been okay with. Yes. If we still had our Daniel as an ambassador yes. to these other planets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you think about it, how many other planets were we, were on shaky ground and eventually made friends with people? Because. Were because of Daniel's ability to Because to he's peacemaker and diplomat. Yes. Yeah. So, he's our diplomat. He's mm-hmm. our guy. He's mm-hmm. the one who was able to do these things. Yep. Um, I mean, imagine, I don't know that we would have gotten through to the Nox the same way. I don't think and because, so. Because even though he wasn't the key player, he was an influence on Jack. Well, it's it's also interesting that in this world, even if it wasn't Daniel, would they had, would, it would the SGA mm-hmm. had the forethought to not have a team composed entirely of military. Right. To put the historian... Uh, you know, translator, diplomat type person on the team as well, or if SG1 through SG10 would have strictly been military. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So this 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 episode gives points to Daniel in yes. my book. Yes. Um, Does this make it anywhere on your list? It does not, and here's why. I know we're close to the end. Yeah. And I feel like the last couple episodes are all going to be... This almost feels like it's going to be a three-parter. I don't know if that's true or not. Ish. I would say a a two-and-a-half-parter because I'll tell you the next episode is politics. And this next episode, I will say that not because of content... But it's a cl- it's the one clip episode really that they have in Stargate. Okay. And because of that, it's just generally considered one of the poorest episodes of Stargate because it's a clip episode. Okay. Like, here's what I would like to do. Okay. I would like to wait at this point until we're done with the season. Okay. And see where because I think some of these might climb up there. Yeah. But I don't know which of the of these three will be the most important. Well, I think what's going to happen is is we have two episodes left. This 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 season does end on a cliffhanger. Okay. Um, oh. So we're going to uh, we don't know yet because we haven't discussed this whether mm-hmm. we're going to talk about that episode as one episode or if we're going to talk about it as two separate episodes. The last episode and then the first one of the yes. next. Yeah. Interesting. Um. So that's something for us to discuss. We will yeah. let you know. The other thing is what. We're gonna do is at the end of the episode, at the end of the season, we're gonna have our finalized top five of the season, of the season. for both of us. Yep. And then we will come back. We're not gonna do the arguing on camera unless you want us to. Tell us <laughs> if you like us arguing about which episode which is, is better. The best, yeah. Please let us know because we're happy to record that. We just kind of assume you guys don't want to hear it. Uh, but we may or may not give you a little bonus episode. We might. Put together the movie. Yes. As an episode with a couple guest stars. Uh, that will air be you know at the end of the season. Yes. But we're gonna come back and have a complete sort of right now our top five are our top like, hey, these are episodes make us happy. And yes. then we're gonna come back with a joint actually well thought out. These are the top ten episodes of the yeah. of the season. These and that's the-, the one that's going to um, of like overall. So that's the one when season two is going to start and right. we're going to have the top 10 and we're just going to keep this list. And I don't, don't know, that may not be numbered. That just means like, here's the These top are the 10 ones. episodes. Yeah. So. I dig it. Um, so yeah, there is no, no change in, in ranking for me today. This one ba- just barely doesn't make on the list. Listen, oh. there is so many goddamn plot holes in this episode. That's I true. Can't, like, this cannot hold Swiss, water. It's Swiss cheese. This episode cannot hold water. No, but there's a lot of things, This episode yeah. is fun. It is a fun episode. It, I like what... I, I've always... You put time travel or an alternate universe in my face, and I'm going to drink that bowl of poison <laughs> blindly. Every time. Well, here's... I... 
I like the the thought provoking that it does. Yeah. If you ignore the holes, yeah, it, it does make you think about you know the alternate realities. What would have mm-hmm. happened? The what ifs? The what ifs? Yep. What ifs? What ifs? Um, and you just kind of go over that a lot. And I and I like doing that. I, you know the philosophy of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. It's not the best written episode. No. There's the characters do too many things that they shouldn't do, even yes. for alternate reality versions to of themselves. Me, this could, uh, like, I don't know. I, I I hate expanding episodes into two parts. It doesn't need to be. But this either needed like an extra rewrite. I feel there need to be next few more explanations, or I think maybe they just tried to fit too many things in there. Right. Like I, the whole thing with it did the, feel like they were trying to move it along, so they just ignored. Things. I feel like there is could have been an easier way to get the gate address to uh, that that Daniel brought back. Right. Instead of that whole thing that's plot holes. Yeah. Maybe there was, he caught on the camera and it was written there, like, somewhere else on the planet or something. Yeah. No, you're right. Uh, So, yeah, I'm not ready to place this one, but I I understand where you're coming from. This one doesn't. It's high up there. I enjoyed a lot, but it's just barely off my list because I don't think I, I think the other episodes I enjoy more because they're stronger. Gotcha. So. All right. Alrighty. We'll see you guys next week with episode 20, which is... Politics. Politics. All right. And from what I hear, it's a bit of a clip show. It is, it's more than a bit of a oh, clip show. Oh, okay. All right. I'm sorry. That's okay. We're we'll get to, through it. We're going to have to watch it. We're you Stick every with us. So if you want to uh, find us on Twitter, we are at Tara Podcast. Um, or you can send us an email at there's no place like Tara at gmail.com. Or find us on Facebook. Just search There's No Place Like Tara. Um, please, guys, if you care to listen to us argue about where we're going to put <laughs> these episodes, let us know. If we record it, maybe we'll just add it on there. I don't know if anyone actually wants to listen to us, but apparently, <laughs> I don't know. Are we amusing enough for people to listen to argue about know. episodes? That for would be interesting. Half an hour. I don't know that I've heard us argue in, on, on, on anything before. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always far too in it. We don't okay. argue. <laughs> we never argue. Yes, we, we do. Let's <laughs> try to start an argument. <laughs> I'm terrible. We always finish each other's sandwiches. I'm that person. <laughs> I'm not good at this game. <laughs> All right. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Uh, we're going to be next to Strong Dreams to get through politics. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.